guitar people, welcome to Have Guitar Will Travel, presented by Vintage Guitar Magazine. With your host, me, James Patrick Regan, otherwise known as Jimmy from the Deadlies. And today I'm at the Live in the Vineyard event in Napa, California, speaking with three different singer guitars. They being Matt Stell, Ian Flanagan, and Aaron Kinsey. First up is Matt, originally from Arkansas. In our conversation, we cover what it was like growing up in Arkansas and how he fell into music. We talk about how he puts his band together and how he achieved a half a billion streams. We talk about his influences from Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette all the way to Patsy Cline. And we cover Matt's gear, which is pretty extensive. We talk about Matt's tour schedule, which is also extensive. And we talk golf and cars. You can find out more about Matt at his website, mattstell.com. That's M-A-T-T-S-T-E-L-L.com. Please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's Matt. Matt, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you, Jay? Good. Very good. You're very tall. Yes, yes. You're pretty tall, too, though. Well, you know, not as tall as you. <laughs> I'm old, though. Well. <laughs> when I was younger, I was probably almost as tall as you. Well, I guess. <laughs> so, you drink wine, obviously. I do, especially when it's handed to me right when I walk through the door. Oh, That's okay. a pretty good way to get me to drink it. <laughs> Very good. How did you get hooked up with Live in the Vineyard? I got just uh, I got hooked up with Live in the Vineyard just uh, sort of through label management, country music stuff like that, and um, you know, music and and having fun and and uh, you know drinking uh, always has a. Um, you know, they kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways. And, and uh, there's also a lot of good causes tied in. Our friends at St. Jude are always here. And, man, we, we love doing anything we can with them. So it's just a great fit, man. Uh-huh. Is this your first year or has you been here before? I've been here one uh, one other time. Uh, yeah, the last year we were, we were here at Live in the Vineyard. Um, they were still had a little a little bit of COVID-y kind of protocol, stuff like that. But it was it was pretty much uh, it's pretty much on and ready to go. So, man, that, that was my first experience out here. And, and man, I jump at the bit. Or chomping at the bit anyway to get yeah. back out here, yeah. Very cool, yeah. That, and you're from Arkansas originally. I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. What part of Arkansas? Just uh, just west of Little Rock. Uh, for people that aren't from Arkansas, I just say west of Little Rock. But I'm from Conway County, Center Ridge, Arkansas. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And what'd you do? What'd you do when you're growing up out there? Man, I did a lot of uh, like regular stuff. Like I, uh, you know, I grew up kind of on a farm outside. I didn't start playing music till college. I was loved music. I found out later how much I loved it. Um, but, uh, you know, those days were filled, uh, you know, helping my dad, working for him and playing a lot of basketball. That was kind of my thing. And, sure. Um, I also grew up in South Florida, so I grew up on the Gulf Coast there, kind of, uh, you know, loving to be on the beach and, and, and doing those kind of things, getting in the water. And, and uh, so, yeah, I had I had a pretty unique childhood. It was great. Very good. Yeah. Uh, what did your dad do? Uh, he was a contractor and also a, 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 a cattle farmer, rancher, okay. however you want to say it. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we grew up doing those kind of things. Okay, cool. Yeah, and and so you said you you found music in college. Uh huh. You start playing in bands then, or or pretty much, man. I so I played basketball in in school, and it's a winter sport, right? So yeah. you're on campus the whole winter break. You don't go home, yeah. and there's a lot of those days, you know, that are that are just like practice, and then that's it. And so, you know, I. I st- my mother had gotten me a guitar when I was, you know, really young, and I played it that Christmas morning and put it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but then I got interested in it, and and she brought it down to a to a home game, and, and I sat in front of my computer in front of tab websites and kind of learned how to beat out the the songs that you learn on acoustic guitars to sure. play at uh, frat houses and eventually bars. And um, man, not not long after I could conjure four chords, I started uh, 
I started writing songs, and and uh, man, that kind of set me on the path to to getting to visit with you today here in Napa. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> the and so you're you're beating out chords. Were you playing when you were playing uh, in you know frat houses and bars and stuff like that? Doing it solo, or did you have a band? Um, I started out doing it solo, uh, but then eventually I put together a band, and then uh, and then kind of kept one going. You know, staying busy as we could. I, after college, I moved home and and uh, you know worked on my mom's mom's farm for a little bit and worked for my dad as well until I could kind of get get busy enough to not have to do that and and uh so I did and and I had a band and I learned learned a lot from from guys that were way better than me way better guitar players I still to this day you know I I have the luxury of being around great players so um being in being in band so that was great yeah are you living in Nashville now? I do I live in Nashville now lots of great guitar players oh man it's like everyone is a great guitar player out there it's awesome for your recording like do you do you have a does a producer put the band together for you, or how's that work? Yeah, so I co-produce my records with uh, with my manager Ash Bowers, and and uh, he does a lot to put the bands together. You know, we definitely have our our, our favorites and our go tos that we use, and um, so that's always man, it's always a lot of fun because there's like we just said, there's so many great players, and, yeah. and kind of fitting, figuring out what fits for what song and for what session. You know, a lot of that dictates who who, who plays on the records. Sure. Um, so that's that's really one of the more fun things we get to do. Yeah. yeah. And half a billion streams, man. It's it's uh it's crazy, man. We've we've had some uh, we've had some luck putting out some music, man, and and enjoying kind of riding that riding that wave and and getting out and, and playing live music. Now that we're back at it, and uh, yeah, it's it's been incredible. It's been incredible to make music that uh, that uh, people respond to. Sure, for sure, sure. Jagged little pill. It's probably that record probably had the most to do with me. With with like my taste in music, I don't know. It just hit me at the right time, and I was young. And for some reason, I could just gravitated towards that passion and those songs about stuff that was like that mattered. And uh-huh. it's like still to, like there's a lot of me. I listen to a lot of music, a lot of rap. I grew up playing basketball. Like I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I know a lot of rap music as well as in that mix. But if I had to pick out one record, that would be it. What's a story? Morning Glory Oasis. That was another huge, huge influence on me. And then you know all the country greats and i grew up on a classic country my grandpa was a huge classic country guy he'd check out tapes and cds from the va hospital they had a library there and that's when i first found out about johnny cash sure. ernest tubb elvis presley patsy klein which yep. basically from him so um you know that that was sort of where i you know sort of what i cut my teeth on for yep. sure that's yeah. great see this mm-hmm. it got wet yeah now i look really tall <laughs> exactly everybody's a regular size can so uh, what kind of guitar are you using what kind of guitars do you have at home i so on the road i play a uh a firebird uh a uh-huh. lot but my like main guitar is like a 62 reissue i got a custom shop 62 reissue telly that i that i play through like a sort of, it's a gens bends uh amp that i play through um but it's like it's class a it's el34s so okay. it's kind of like a kind of britishy sort of thing yep which i love and i actually am, am running like a fm3 like for some like effects just to keep all my stuff together and so the midi can trigger it um acoustic there's a buddy of mine in mount juliet tennessee that built a, a like a d18 kind of clone of mine yeah. uh rosewood and adirondack spruce that, that i love um 
We need to slow way down. So <laughs> let's let's start let's yeah. start with the Firebird. Yeah. So where'd you get this Firebird? Uh the the folks at Gibson were kind enough to uh, to uh, let me borrow that guitar, and I hope they've forgotten about it. Oh, yeah. They seem to have. So I, I hope <laughs> I'm not jogging anybody's memory at Gibson because <laughs> I love that guitar. It sounds great. It's got those mini humbuckers in it. Sure. Um, and also, like me and you're both like big guys. Yeah. So I, that really does matter what a guitar looks like hanging oh, yeah. off of Absolutely. me. So I can't really like any any kind of like. Um, like a gold tiles, like any kind of less pause, they look kind of funny. They look small, like I'm yeah. playing a ukulele. I love how they sound, but so that Firebird, I love it, and uh, I play that Telly the most. Probably it's it's a really heavy relic to Telly, and sure. um, uh, it's kind of like a sea foamy thing, and oh, uh, cool. with the rosewood neck, wow. and yeah, man, it's 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 cool, man. I love that <laughs> guitar. Um, yeah, and then and then my buddy Marty McMillan, I should say his name, yeah, McMillan Guitars, built that D eighteen clone that I use acoustic on uh, live, and I just keep it; just stays in the in the vault on the. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a great guitar, man. He 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 builds them great, and um, lucky to have that. Sure, I will say um, I've got a I've got a few others. I've got a three thirty five at the house that, really? that I use. Yeah, that I kind of use when I'm plugging into something. I'm no great player, but I I know what a good sound is. I feel sure. like you know, so um, sure. or at least I try to chase one down. Uh, then I've got a um, uh, what's with me? I bought. I have this like Yamaha. What is it like? FM third three hundred or something, something like that. It's like a, I don't know how you say it. Nippon Nippongaki. Uh, it's like a sixty nine seventy model. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like uh, it's this great old guitar that's like not expensive. Like I don't have that much in it, and uh-huh. I had my buddy Marty. He he built a, a bridge for it, and um. Like it had one of those adjustable, like like, like a Gibson bridge, like sure. a three thirty five bridge in that acoustic, and yeah. he built me an insert for that and uh, cleaned up the frets. It's a fifty year old guitar, wow. and that's what I have with me. I play it all the time. I take it everywhere. I love it. I don't have like, uh-huh. I mean, that's probably like a with a six hundred dollar guitar, I think, or less sure. that I bought. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It and yeah, good. oh no, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm to the point now to where like I chase a sound. I don't because yeah. I have a couple things that I have one guitar that I'll run back into my house if it's on fire for the rest of them. I'll miss them. Insurance can fix those. Yeah. But I have a ninety one uh, HD twenty eight okay. Martin yeah. that I that I bought in Wichita, Kansas, at like sort of a pawn shop. I traded a I traded a jumbo guild for it. Wow. And uh, yeah, like at fifty. Yeah, yeah, the one with that's got like the arched back, like the okay. one peach arched yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I traded that for it, and that guitar has been. I had to get it off the road because it's about to fall apart because sure. I, I don't treat them yeah. the best. I just as, as much as we go, and I don't, you know, I have to kind of take care of them myself. So had to get that one off the road. But that that's like a '91 model um hd28 that i'll i'll be buried with i'll be buried in that guitar just pour my ashes in that guitar <laughs> right on yeah the and so you mentioned touring how how many days you spend touring bro last year we said last year we started uh in the about the middle of march uh-huh. and from from let's just say march 15th to december 15th or something uh-huh. i had i playing acoustic or full band like i had a guitar in my hand just shy of 200 days wow right on. so we were as busy as anybody and yeah. it's awesome and it's, yeah. it's, it's it's great and this year's as busy as well so we're, we're lucky to right. lucky and to get to work man when you tour like are, are you where do you are you going all the way all across the country canada the whole thing or are you where are you set, we're set going there? we went to yeah we we went to europe for the first time earlier this year which was uh-huh. incredible went to london and glasgow played some shows over there um but yeah we're, we're everywhere all the time um I, I think later this this not this month but next month we have like a 
a Friday in Utah and then a Saturday back in Arkansas. Who does but, the routing for you? Uh, my booking agent, UTA. They they do a great job, and except yeah, they, for that. <laughs> yeah, except for they do a, they do a great job, but they don't all. And I and I'm this way because I'm like, listen, if we if we got days that make sense. Yeah. We'll we'll worry about the routing. My tour manager's a whiz on that stuff. So if we yeah. can make it work, we do because I want to get out and play and um, play all those badass guitars that I'm lucky yeah, to, exactly. that I'm lucky to have. Yeah. And, and with the band, are you guys doing a lot of like fairs and stuff like that, or what? We, we do Art, fairs and festivals. Uh, both we do nice. both. So we'll do fairs and festivals. We'll um, you know hop on some some tours and some mini tours on on uh, you know kind of depending on the the time of year. Um, but yeah, so like a lot of our summer will be fairs and festivals, and then we we'll fill it in with heart with with sure. uh, kind of club venue dates and you know the occasional, the occasional uh, like hall you know yeah. concert hall. But, Are you guys uh, supporting people when you're out? We we do we do. So last year we um, man I've gotten to play fortunate enough to play with a bunch of my heroes. We we uh, were on the road with Miranda Lambert a bunch wow. last year, which was she's one of my all time favorites. Uh, uh, playing with Brett Young some later this year. We did some John Party dates. You know, uh-huh. speaking to California yeah. uh, last year that I that I loved. I mean, yeah, man, we we uh, were fortunate to get to play with a lot of lot of great people. Brothers Osborne, we've done some stuff with them on cool. fairs and festivals. Right, huh? I could just keep naming names, but I feel like I'm like <laughs> just a bunch of people that I love. You yeah, know, yeah. that's that's like the best uh-huh. part. That's great. Yeah, you're able to success. You're like you're funding yourself with music only. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. We've uh, luckily we. Uh, turn that turn that corner probably um i mean my life changed just kind of right before the, the everything my life changed by the end of 18 of, okay. or not, maybe end of 19 i can't exactly remember but yeah. we had our first number one on country radio and okay um you know that was a game changer and then during the pandemic we had another number one on country radio and how how, how devastating was it to get the news about the pandemic <laughs> man it, it it sucked pretty bad i mean we were hat we were we were three quarters of the way through or maybe 80 percent of the way through our first headlining tour and it was going great man we were playing you know because i came up in van and trailer all over like texas and the states that touch it and uh-huh. um you know man i was just glad if they turned the tvs off you sure. know while we were playing or maybe mute the jukebox yeah, exactly. to touch things, but <laughs> well, at least mute the tv yeah exactly <laughs> and exactly and and i mean i loved every minute of that that was a whole different animal but then when we had finally had some success in in, in a broad way yeah. and going to markets that i've never been before and selling tickets man that was in, in you know getting on a getting on a bus and, and not me not having to you know drive a van uh because I, I put in my time yeah. behind the wheel, my brother. Let me tell you. <laughs> so um, you know, that was a big game changer for us, which would have been yeah, would have been nineteen into nineteen and twenty. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the pandemic was a punch in the gut, but you know what? A lot of people lost more than I did, so I oh, can't yeah, complain yeah. too much. Have you gotten used to the fan blowing in your face while you're in the bus in the bunk? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the uh, so uh, we were talking about this, like us being tall, like I'm pretty tall and so i can't really fit in a bunk if i'm not um yeah in the fetal position yeah, exactly so uh, they um the, the guys put a like a, a mattress in the back like the back lounge is like my room and it, okay yeah it runs like uh horizontally across so i can you know my yep. feet don't touch and, right and so uh <laughs> yeah man uh it's 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 wild dude yeah and okay so gens Benz is your amp I play against Benz now. I've got a I've got a basement at the house that I that I don't bring out, but I probably like tweed, tweed basement or it's a sixty five basement, so it's like a blackface. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just guy. I, I got it from a buddy of mine who um, 
I'm going to get this so wrong that I even hate to even say it because I'd be insulting to people who know what they're talking about. But there's a guy in Memphis that that goes through those amps and builds different kind of circuits and makes sure, it do. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so this amp has been. Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess he's had had a hold of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I need to get it out, but the thing, you know, it's like I need to get it out on the road. But you know, some of the places that we play, even getting. You know, even getting that basement to like sound good is is a lot of a lot of uh, sure stage volume and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I need to get it out, but man, that Ginsbens is a great amp, man. It's been good for me for a long time. It's it's, yeah. it's everything that I want. You know, I usually some of my favorite sounds are like a like a little bit of a driven AC thirty or even AC fifteen, depending sure. on it. Like I love that chimey. Um, yeah. Sound with a telly, yeah. like that's what I love to play with a rhythm guitar. That's what all my favorites were doing. You know, fairly simple stuff. That you know, with a little bit of verb when I'm playing rhythm guitar, where each string sounds cool. Yeah. You know, up on the uh, up on you know back on the bridge on, on that telly, and I mean that's what I love. So it's like I'm pretty easy to to please, you know, uh, tone wise. Uh-huh. But um, so that amp kind of gets me there on, on a lot of those in a lot of those situations, yeah. and it's cool because. There's quite a bit of difference between that and, and then those mini humbuckers in that, in oh, that yeah. Firebird. So I, I'm swapping back and forth. So I kind of got some some settings that I can kind of make it both work and, yep, yep, and, and yep. sound cool. And and I my bass player has had the most. He's a savant, man. He's he's a great guitar player and tone guy. So uh-huh. I just kind of lean on him for. He knows what I'm after, and he yeah. can just beep 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 beep. <laughs> while I'd spend all day just like watching YouTube videos and sounding bad. So is there a pressure to, for you to lose things like fractal? and stuff like that man i mean th- there is i mean I-, I wouldn't say i wouldn't say pressure I-, I mean maybe that's a good way to put it they, they have pros and cons right like oh, yeah. it's it, my job like if I-, I have a great front of house guy and making it as easy on him as possible yeah. um is good you know i i you know just personally i i love guitars and how guitars sound and i and i love the the way that that tubes sound and i want to do that um, but sometimes, and sometimes we can do it. Sometimes the room calls for something else. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I am trying to just make the experience for who's there, you know, the best. Yeah, of course. And, and so caring about, you know, being married to how I get guitar tone is good to a point until it starts to take away from, from the overall thing. Yeah. Um, so that's just the, the the line that we that we run because I do use a, that FM three for an effects pedal because sure. it's right there together and it's MIDI triggered so yeah. we can just run it off because we're a four piece band and a lot of you know sometimes we're fortunate enough to be playing really big stages yeah, yeah. so we have to run stems I mean we have to you know I can't afford not to yeah. so when we've got all that going at the same time and then I can have that that fractal to uh, you know, to, to be synced up to make to yeah, make yeah. the sounds that I need for that song, yep. it makes sense. But, oh, yeah. but in my heart of hearts, no, I just want to grab the knobs yeah, on the exactly. basement and whatever. But yeah, <laughs> right on. And are you married? Since you married to the, the ton- married to the game, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <on. laughs> yeah, I'm single, man. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's cool. Though. Like this lifestyle, like when we're gone as much as a, that we're gone, you know it. It takes, you know, there's always a price to pay, and it takes a toll on stuff like that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right on. And like, what do you do for fun? Man, I play golf for fun, uh, and I write a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm more of a songwriter than a guitar player for sure. I just love guitars, and, and you know, my little way that I can, you know, 
Yeah. I, I, I play good enough to write, and I play good enough to play acoustic at, at Life in the Vineyard. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm no shredder. Um, but uh, right, I, I love to uh, play golf. Um, writing songs is what I'm doing when I'm not on the road. Yeah. What's your uh, handicap? Uh, I'm a ten. I'm a, actually I might be an eleven now. I've played the worst golf I've played in, my, in the, a decade in the last two weeks. So. Yeah. Playing tomorrow morning out here somewhere, and so oh, I'm, I'm oh. hoping to. I'm hoping to correct that. <laughs> right on. Uh, cars? You like cars? Yeah, man. I come from a, I come from a car loving. My my old man mentioned he passed away a few years ago, oh, sorry, but but uh, well, I appreciate it. But he he was a big car and truck guy, and it just kind of gets in your blood. And yeah. and uh, so I, you know, the, the only thing I have right now that's cool is uh, my grandmother bought a 1990 model. GMC, just a single cab pickup, uh-huh. four wheel drive. Yep. She bought it new, sold it to me when I didn't have like anything, yeah. and uh, for basically nothing. I mean, the, the money in my pocket. Like, I think I paid like three hundred dollars for it, and then I sold it to a guy. Well, when um, fast forward ten years later, prayed for you. You know, like we mentioned, had some success, and yeah. I finally wasn't. You know, living. I finally wasn't living fuel tank to fuel tank. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, I was able to get that truck and, and uh, man, I had it completely just frame off rotisserie, nuts and bolts restored. So um, I have that. Yeah, so that truck, I have the truck she bought new in my garage and I drive it all the time and I love it. Um, I've got some, uh, man, I can't hardly keep off eBay, dude, trying to, like there's, there's a couple things that I'm, I really want an IROC. Uh, okay. I really want an IROC Camaro pretty bad. Um, my dad had some, had some really cool stuff um he had this 64 galaxy this 427 or uh, i can't remember but uh the 64 galaxy that uh, was immaculate he had a bunch of mustangs uh, a bunch of square body chevrolet trucks um he he was into it and um so yeah i'm i'm, I'm into it as well i, I luckily i only have uh, a two-car garage and so I, or two-truck <laughs> garage as it were so <laughs> that keeps me from going crazy what part of nashville are you living in I live in like uh, Old Hickory Hermitage. Okay. Yeah, kind of up past the airport a little bit yep. by the New Waterburger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. yeah. right. And uh, so do you get? Are you doing like songwriting uh, collaborations with people? And stuff? Oh yeah, man. I, every like I said, every day that I'm home, you know, it'll be like I leave town, you know, on a Thursday and get home on Sunday or Monday, and uh, you know, the rest of the time that I'm there, I'm you know, I'm writing one or two that day. And, yeah. Who arranges? How does that get arranged? Just my publisher. So I, my publisher's, you know, kind of job is to fill that calendar and pair us up, pair me up with some new people, but a lot of times pair me up with people that I that I have written with for a while and that I have like a rapport with, or almost like we got some chemistry. And sure. um, that's an art in and of itself is like pairing people together. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but um, yeah, man. So I end up I write quite a bit, man. It's awesome. Okay, great. Well, I, I've taken a lot of your time, and you haven't hardly touched your wine. Oh, yeah, it's because I'm trying to be polite because you just have a Diet Pepsi, so. I've never been to Live in the Vineyard before. How does it work the, as far as, like, the performance? Are you playing at the, at Uptown tomorrow? I wish I could tell you what my schedule is. I, I'm so lucky to have people that know it, and they tell me where to where to be, and I'm just there on time like a hotel lobby on time we're playing somewhere tonight we're playing somewhere tomorrow okay um 
and maybe the next day and uh, then and i think i'm shooting part of a music video out here actually okay. so that'll be cool but uh i have no idea did they put a band together for you like is there a house band or something um i'm gonna imagine it's gonna be more of a singer songwriter like a like a in the round kind of thing i'm guessing because i haven't been told anything okay. about a band is that but, what it was before yeah yeah typically that you know that's what it'll be i mean some people have their bands with them but uh really? you know yeah oh yeah like last year when we were here i mean you know Zach Brown had their their whole oh, really? setup here, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which is awesome. But you know what? I I love playing acoustic, man. I I, I came up, cut my teeth on that bar stool, man. I I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, it's nice meeting you, man. Nice to meet you. Next up is Ian Flanagan, who has a lot of notoriety from the TV show The Voice. With Ian, we cover growing up in upstate New York in a musical family. His early influences, including Tommy Emmanuel. We talk about his fingerstyle guitar playing and his gear. We talk about how he started in the music industry, busking, traveling in a van all over the country. We talk about his first major release coming out this summer. And we talk about Ian's tour schedule. You can find out more about Ian at his website, ianflanaganmusic.com. That's I-A-N-F-L-A-N-I-G-A-N-M-U-S-I-C.com. So I'm speaking with... Or Ian Flanagan. Ian Flanagan. And Ian Flanagan, where are you from? I'm from upstate New York. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is yeah. it Joe, Mon- Joe Bonamassa territory? Yeah, man. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he is, of course. <laughs> and you play guitar? I do. I'm a guitar player, singer-songwriter. Okay, great. Great. And when did you start singing and songwriting in, in upstate New York? Oh, man, I was started when I was 11. Okay. So I was uh, writing songs that were not very good. Okay. But I was, I was diehard since I was 11, and by the time I was a teenager, I was committed for life. So Right on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, is this your first time playing for Live in the Vineyard? First time. Yeah. Yeah. And how'd you get hooked up with them? Well, through my management and label. The, yeah. Those people right yep. behind Yeah, you just met them with Reviver Music and JLS Management. So, okay. Yeah, they were kind enough to figure out a way to get me out here, and uh-huh. it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And compared to upstate New York? Man, it's just cold and brutal up there, <laughs> but the music's good. Yeah, exactly. Ah, it's not that brutal. Not like, you know. I think it's still, I think it just snowed, so. <laughs> well. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm. Uh, it's a long story. I live yeah. in Napa right now. Oh, but, gotcha. <laughs> um, just down the street from those horses. Beautiful. <laughs> How'd you get? Who were you listening to when you first started playing? Man, when I first started, I was really into like Bob Dylan, Jack Johnson, uh-huh. a lot of a lot of songwriters, a lot of a lot of storytellers. You know, sure. I was always into just a lot of acoustic music. Okay, you know, and um, you know, there was always like. Tommy Manuel and yeah. finger wow. finger pickers. A lot of flamenco guitar is kind of what brought me into where I'm at today. Okay. Yeah. At, at 11, you were listening to that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, I had a guitar teacher. He was in town, and, you know, his name was Chuck Masasi, and he lived a town over from me, and he was just an old-school jazz musician. Okay. And we, I spent the first, like, six years studying guitar and learning how to just write songs with him. Wow. So it was really just more basic theory and just creating uh-huh. instead of necessarily studying uh, anything specific yeah. so he was all over the board with what we did yeah and was he did he get you into fingerstyle yeah well? he, he taught me all my right hand oh wow you know technique and i think that's kind of what guides you as an artist sure. as a guitar player is like what do you do with your right hand you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> p-i-m-a yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and what kind of guitar are you playing 
Right now, I'm playing a Taylor 814CE. Uh-huh. So it's got a great tone. You know, I love those live. Yep, yep, yep. And is that, what do you use at home? It's the same thing? I use that at home. It depends on the tones. You know, that's a rosewood back and sides. Yeah. And for live, I really like it because it's boomy. But for on a mic, you know, I kind of think I prefer mahogany these days. Okay. So right. I have an old, old Martin DM, uh-huh. like 20-some years old now. And I just, I don't know. So somebody great tone. my age, that doesn't sound very old. You know, well, <laughs> I, I was actually restringing it the other day. And I was like, wow, I can't believe this guitar is over 20 years old. So <laughs> did you got get it really new? sentimental. <laughs> did you get it new? I did back then. Oh, yeah. So it was one of my first guitars. Oh, right on, right on. And did you study music outside of, like, did you study in college or? No, I didn't. I actually traveled, started traveling when I was about 18. Okay. Like when I was 17, turning 18, I went down to Florida and just kind of just drifted around for a few years. And, busking or? Yeah, busking and playing in dive bars and mm-hmm. just kind of got my start working with other older songwriters who. Sure. Always solo or did you have a band? Solo for a long time. Trying to pick up bands while you're moving around is, is hard. Yeah. You know, especially as a kid. It's hard <laughs> enough getting adults to do it. So <laughs> yeah. when you're younger, it's just. That's hurting. Cats. I didn't know if you if you if you drug them along. With no, you. no, I tried. I was just kind of like traveling out of a van at the time. Uh huh. Right on. And the, where do you live now? Right now, I live in White House, Tennessee. So I'm about 30 minutes north of Nashville. Okay. Yep. So I'm yeah. right over there, and it's just a good home base. Sure, of course. Yeah, it's the middle. It is. <laughs> it's the middle. Yeah. The and do you get hooked up with songwriting circles and stuff like that, or are you on your own? I mostly do co-writes in town. I, I'm signed with Reviver Publishing, so I work with everybody, everybody and anyone that wants to write write music. I'm down. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And does the publisher hook up the the co-writes for you? Yeah, for me they do. So yeah. that helps me. So I get to yeah, kind of know exactly. where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. It makes it nice to meet a bunch of amazing people. Yeah. And yeah. and how many releases do you have? Well, um, this year I got two releases. Right now, the new single is uh, "Under a Southern Sky." Uh-huh. So we just finished recording a full-length record, and we'll be releasing that in September. Is that your first major release? Or? Yeah, it is. All right. Huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> cool. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> That's badass. And you ever play electric or not so much? Yeah, I, um, you know, for the longest time, electric is just, it was a lot harder for me to travel around with because, you know, acoustic's kind of like you plug in, you have your board, but electric, up until now, now they got all like the Line 6 Helix and the Kemper boards and everything. The modeling amps are amazing, but back then you had to have an amp and I just didn't have that kind of space. So I I have a, I play a 335 now a bit and that's kind of similar to that acoustic vein size wise yeah semi hollow <laughs> and as so as far as your di what are you using for a di oh man a right or? well this weekend i change it around like every every time but like right now i'm using the grace felix it's kind of like grace designs they're really great studio outboard gear but they have two pedals one's an alex and one's a felix and it's really awesome acoustic blending preamp okay like their eqs are are like really surgical yeah. it's awesome yeah yeah and so it's not a modeler it's a it's no a, it's just straight up eq and preamp and wow. it's like really clear but i got a lr bags in the tailor instead of the original oh. tailors uh-huh. so that combination has been really nice it's just like really clear really present and i can cut that nasty like 220 hertz out that yeah. is in every acoustic guitar yeah you know? yeah <laughs> so i can get that low end right yes exactly i'm using the the mesa rosette the rosette yeah. is that the sound hole no so it's that's just the preamp though, oh so okay i yeah. use the uh, k and k oh gotcha gotcha so that's the three magnets underneath like exactly up past the bridge right yeah yeah those are 
those every the highest end builds that you ever see have the K and K system in them. Yeah, they're they're relatively inexpensive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, a lot of people blend them with like a Fishman rare earth and yeah. the K and K, and that's how you get that like yeah. rock tone. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. What do you do for fun when you're not playing guitar? And I learn mandolin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I try, I just hang out with my family. I travel all the time. Uh, your family lives with you? Are, yeah, are well, you? we were a traveling family for a long time, and now I travel a lot by myself. So I, I really just love to spend time with my stepdaughter uh-huh. uh, when we can. And to be honest, I'm just obsessed with gear and yeah. music. And, you know, what I would do in my spare time for fun is what I'm doing for work. So, yeah. like, life is good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I try to just hang out and write write music all day. Yeah. And so, as far as mandolin, what are you doing? Learning, I'm learning. I um, I'm I'm trying to become the best producer I can too. And with that, in country and what I like to just make all the time, I finally, you know, we got a house right now, so I'm trying to fill it with as many different instruments as sure. possible. Yeah. So I'm trying to get my um, my bluegrass chops up. And right. Uh-huh. Just you know, just learning, man. It's a fun thing. Oh yeah. yeah. And and what do you have for as far as a mandolin? Right now, I have a Kentucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah they're really cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Standard issue. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> been so fun. Um, I just didn't have the means at the time before to ever have them, and I have that, and uh, I got my eyes set on a banjo, uh-huh. a gold tone. and uh-huh. yeah. That's another standard issue. Yeah, standard man. Issue. <laughs> I'm just trying to learn as many fun finger-picking and yeah. flat-picking instruments as I can. How many dates are you doing, like, touring? Like- touring is um, a little all over the board right now. There are a lot of... A lot of hit and miss. We're we're gonna be at in June eleventh. I'm doing the CMA Fest, which I'm oh, wow. stoked to be at. Yeah, right. On. So really pumped to be there. Have a handful of showcases and tour dates up in um, the Northeast, uh-huh. and then I'll be opening for the Frontmen of Country in Nebraska. Uh-huh. I'm not sure of the exact date right now. Oh, that's fine. And then you know things kind of fill in for the fall. And yeah. And but for, are you just like are you in a van? No, right now I'm traveling with a band and we'll oh, fly cool. out and I got up to a five piece right now. Wow. So, yeah, we're trying to trying to just rock out and have a good time and recreate the record live and also add a lot of jamming. Yeah. You know. Right. And so is there a lot of jamming in your music? Live you it depends it depends on the amount. I'm always very I try to be as conscious and considerate of set times as possible. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't if you're <laughs> I'm still opening, I'm just really grateful to be involved in all yeah. this. So, you know, if I have a I'll be exactly on time every time. But if it's an open-ended night, yeah, there's a, it'll be as much as we can. All right, all right. Yeah, it's fun. That's great. That's, people love that. That's I, I love it. That's yeah. the, the fun stuff is not knowing if what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, where can people find you? Oh, IanFlanaganMusic.com, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all those Ian Flanagan music is where it's at. All right, all right. Okay. Well, it's wonderful talking to you. Man, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, I'm speaking with Aaron Kinsey. With Aaron, we cover growing up outside of Dallas in Rockwell, Texas, studying guitar and her early influence. Her early experiences going to Nashville, moving there the day she graduated high school. We talk about her tour schedule, which includes a lot of festivals. We talk about her guitars and her recordings. And you can find out more about Aaron at her website, which is AaronKinsey.com. That's E-R-I-N-K-I-N-S-E-Y.com. Once again, please like, comment, and share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's Aaron. So, Aaron. Yes. Kinsey. Yes, sir. You're very young. 21. Yep. 
exactly. <laughs> so you don't vintage guitars. You don't even know what those are. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I um, you know, I actually play a J forty five from Gibson. And, okay, cool. uh, it's my favorite. I love the guitar, and then a D twenty eight from Martin. Um, and they're both. You know, I couldn't tell you the years on them, but they're both a little beat up. They've seen better days for sure, but uh-huh. they just sound such a, a beautiful way. You know, oh, you can yeah, tell that they have songs in them and life in them. Yep. Yep, for sure. Uh, where'd you grow up? I grew up in a smaller town east of Dallas called Rockwall. Okay. You know Rockwall? No. <laughs> yep. I know Dallas. I think, that's, that's a great start. Um, you know, we got a big old lake and a movie theater, and that's about that's about it. Um, post office. You have to have a post oh, office. Oh, yeah. We do. We do. <laughs> that's true. Um, but, you know, I got into guitar when I was pretty young, like 11 or 12, and um, just couldn't get enough of it. Uh-huh. I wanted to learn every song I heard on the radio. I had a guitar teacher that was more from the Dallas area, and he was into rock music, so he taught me, you know, ACDC things and a Sweet Child of Mine of and course. all the things. Um, so I really leaned into guitar, and it's been, uh, it's been a really, really huge part of my career. Uh-huh. And who were you listening to when you were 11? Who inspired you to play guitar? So, of course, a lot of the women in country music did, whether it was Miranda Lambert was a big one for me because she was from East Texas. Um, And then, of course, Taylor Swift and anybody else. You know, guitar is kind of the instrument that people lean towards um, in live shows, I feel like, the ones I went to. Um, So even I saw... Of course, Keith Urban. I saw everybody, Tim McGraw, um, Brad Paisley playing So you're going to, you were going to shows seeing these people? You know, I was seeing more videos on YouTube, okay. but I did go to a Marion and Lambert concert okay. and uh, saw her playing. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, that was those were probably the, some of the big inspirations that made me focus in on guitar over another instrument. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And, the, and anybody in the family musical? Lots of music lovers. We uh-huh. always had music going on in the house, um, but my mom played piano when she was young, but that was kind of it. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I know we we laugh often about how I got got into this as much as I have leaned in, um, with none of them being in it, you know, being born into the family, I guess, with people sure. doing it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, just me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so in high school, were you playing in bands, or were you just singing and writing songs? singing and writing songs um but i also went to nashville a good uh-huh. bit even in high school um i started growing up like once a month uh graduated high school year early moved to nashville the next day uh-huh. and uh played a lot but i was also in my high school marching band <laughs> i played okay. i was in the snare line mm-hmm. um so i was a part of you know community and music that way yeah. but um kind of had my own thing going at, a, at an early age sure and you think playing drums playing snare do you think that helped with your r- rhythm absolutely yeah. absolutely um i mean i i see it come out in my songwriting i see it come out in my even the way i form melodies and lyrics and in, in a lot of ways but especially in my guitar playing i think there's a lot of rhythm to it i think it's a little easier to stay to a click track oh, yeah. <laughs> um I, I definitely got a lot of things out of that didn't realize how much that would benefit me at the uh-huh. time and and are you playing guitar on your recordings Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, uh, you know, I've had also the absolute honor of having some of Nashville's best offer to put their own stuff on it. I'm not going to turn that down, sure. but there have been a few tracks where I played the guitars on, uh, on my EP on, I got you, I played that acoustic guitar uh-huh. and it's kind of a fun part. So I was real proud of that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Great. And, and does the producer pick the people that are going to play with you? Does he put together the band on the recording or, or do you have some? Yeah. I mean, we do it together. Uh-huh. Um, the producer and I work together pretty close on stuff like that, but we've also had people reach out and uh-huh. people call in favors for people. I mean, like Derek Wells, who is a big guitar player in Nashville. 
Ashley, sure. who I look up to. He played on some of my stuff, and that was that was an honor. Um, so you're not going to turn down people like that, absolutely. No. However, you get them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, do you tour outside of? I mean, clearly you're here. But <laughs> <laughs> do you tour like regularly? You know, I'm on a radio tour right now, okay. so I'm going video- visiting radio stations. And funny enough, a lot of people bring a guitar player, but because I've leaned in guitar the way I have, yeah. I'm going solo, yeah. <laughs> just me and the guitar. And um, it's been really fun to go to a lot of cities I've never been to sure. um, and just kind of do my thing solo. But yeah. luckily this summer, I'm playing a lot of festivals, and we'll start playing out a lot more in full band settings, which will be a okay. lot of fun. Right on. And like, so the festivals, which, which festivals, just if for instance, not all of them. But. Oh, so like Watershed and Faster Horses and CMA Fest. Okay, cool. Um, so there's quite a few, but I'm, I'm really excited to get the band back together. You know, the last yeah. few years have just been wacky, <laughs> to and, say the least. Yeah, so you have do you have a live band that you, that you tour with? Constantly? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying out a few new guys this summer just because there's been so many dates come in so quick. Right. Um, but one of my main guys in it, his name is Michael, and we've played together since I was 12 years old. Um, so it's been fun. We actually just, uh, I had my Opry debut two days ago. Oh, did you? Really? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And um, he played with me on stage and with the Opry band. And uh, so I'm excited to, to go out and play with him. And also my lead guitar player I've been with since I was like 14. Oh, so wow. um, it's, you know, a band of brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. And are you based out of Nashville now or are you based yeah. out of Dallas? Yeah, I'm in Nashville now. I oh. moved uh, in 2018 when I was 17 years old and have been there. I mean, I've gone home a ton, but I haven't moved home. Yeah. Uh, so the so. lead guitar player, did he, did he come with you from from dallas to nashville no no um so michael is based out of nashville now um the lead guitar player funny enough is actually based out of charleston he's the only guy that's not based out of nashville but um i just haven't been able to get rid of him i love him (laughs) i love him very good very good and so um how'd you get hooked up with live in the vineyard so through my label, I signed my first label deal in the fall, uh-huh. and uh, my my team has got me out here meeting everybody and doing all the fun things, and also just seeing Napa for the first time in the spring. I came here in the fall when it was you know pushed from you know beautiful COVID, oh, yeah. um, but I'm back now, and it's yeah. so beautiful and just excited to be here. Yeah, and do you like food and wine and stuff like that? You know what? So I'm 21. 21. Love. Love food, obviously. Um, but obviously, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning to appreciate wine more. I like the sweeter wines, like the bubbly wines. Sure. Um, but the reds and the whites, I'm still learning a lot about. But it is really cool to come here and you learn so much of like what goes into making wine and the family histories of the vineyards and all of that. And it does make it a really cool experience. Sure. Um, so I think as time goes on, I'll love it more. But I do really love being here and learning yeah. about it. What's your drink of choice? Um, kind of depends. I'm I'm pretty easy, but typically something uh, sweet and bubbly is <laughs> okay. fine for me. <laughs> so, so, for instance, if you were walking to a bar, what would you get? Probably either a seltzer or vodka soda with lime, something like that, something oh. like that. Okay. But um, so like the sparkling rosé that's in there right now, I like that. That's okay. pretty good. Right. But um, the I know most people don't like it. They're like, oh, that's I, way too sweet. It's too bubbly and all things. All right. But, you know, it's right up my alley. <laughs> and on South Broadway, what's your, uh, which is your club? You know what? I really love Marina Lambert's spot. Okay. I uh, I think it's really cool to have, you know, the girl power thing. And also her being from Texas, she was one of the people that got me into music. So love going there. Um, but they also have a really good restaurant. And it's kind of Tex-Mex. Reminds me of home. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of things to love about that place for sure. The rooftop is really cool too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
this is like a really stock question, but like okay. highlights up. I mean, you clearly you played the Grand Ole Opry last yes. or two nights ago, but yes, but highlights up till now. I mean, that's been a huge one, a yeah, huge course, recent one. Um, signing the deal in the fall was a really big step. Um, and then I also have my first single to country radio right now. Uh-huh. And that's been a huge dream come true as well. Um, you know, I grew up on country radio. And sure. um, it's been really cool to, you know, I mean, even on the way here, my song came on the radio. Oh, did it really? While we were in the right car on. driving from uh, San Jose to Napa. And um, it was, you know, you're not prepared for something like that. It really threw me off. Yeah. But it was really, really cool. That's great. And uh, there's little things like that, whether it's the Opry or whether it's honestly just being here at an event like this or your song coming on the radio where it just feels like you're on the right path and doing what you're supposed to do. And um, I think that's been the biggest thing that I felt over the last few months is that I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. And sure. that's a whole blessing of itself. And are you making all your money through music these days? Or, or? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so I didn't go to college. Um, oh. My parents let me live off the college fund for use it for groceries and gas and things like that for a few years. And right as that stuff was uh, getting spin up, getting pretty dry, um, I signed my first deal. So kind of the timing worked out perfect. Um, but it's been it's been a blessing to be able to focus on music and just love it and lean in. And there's definitely no backup plan. Um, so <laughs> I got my fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Of course. Of course. And um, what do you do for fun? You know what? I really got into cooking over the last few years. Um, I also have a German Shepherd and I love like going on hikes and walks and stuff like that with him. Um, but, you know, like I said, there is no backup plan. So it's it's mostly music all the time. But I make myself a mean pasta sometimes. I go on a, a good Nashville hike. <laughs> but besides that, I'm typically doing music. Well, it was lovely speaking with you. So nice to speak with you. <laughs> and nice meeting you. So good. nice to meet you. Thanks for listening to Have Guitar Will Travel. You can catch up on all the things I'm doing at thedeadlies.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms as well. And please support Vintage Guitar and all the wonderful things they do because they do many, many wonderful things for us guitar players. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.